You are listening to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 11. Hey, veterinary friends. Welcome to the podcast, and thanks for joining me today. I appreciate all of your support, and I appreciate seeing that you're listening to me out there. So thanks for joining me today. Today, I'd like to talk about creating a better morning ritual to help us decrease our anxiety, focus our minds, and propel us into a better, more productive mind space for our day. I'm going to call this podcast Early Morning Magic. And the reason I picked that name is when I was writing my blog a few weeks ago about this particular subject, I was trying to find a good title and I was searching online and I ran across this Disney website that said Early Morning Magic. And I thought that was kind of interesting title. So I looked into it and it's basically an advertisement for a program that allows people into the park early before the parks open and um, for a small price, actually. But anyway, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was a cool name. So um, I'm just going to call the podcast Early Morning Magic. But basically what we're going to talk about is what we can do um, with our mornings and how we can change the way we approach our mornings in order to make us better people and be more productive and um, feel less anxiety around getting up in the morning. So hopefully Disney won't mind me borrowing that little phrase of theirs, um, but for full disclosure, that's a Disney phrase. So just in case somebody from Disney is out there listening, I'm going to cover my butt by saying that. So anyway, perfect title, right? How do you start your day? Um, Are you one of those people that jumps out of bed, you know, all bright and happy and is a kind of a morning person and you like to get up in the morning or are you tired and sleepy and, you know, dragging your butt out of bed when the alarm goes off, snoozing it a couple of times and then rushing to get ready for work and not eating your breakfast? You know, which, which kind of person are you? And can we consider that perhaps doing things differently might make us feel better about our day? if we're one of those people that gets up and rushes into work without really being prepared for our day. We want to be more productive and feel better. And we need to do some things in order to make that happen. And that's what I'd like to talk about. So if you are one of those people that rushes to work, let's consider if you could just give yourself an extra 30 to 60 minutes in the morning and what that could do to your life. Um, embracing that morning and adding a little bit more time, it it will really pay off. It'll make things calmer and happier for you in the morning. Um, I was looking at some facts and studies out there to, to try to figure out if this was really true. I mean, it, it seems true because there's so many really successful people out there that are early morning risers. They don't sleep a lot and they get a lot done before we even get out of bed in the morning. Um, But studies have actually shown that early morning hours are the most productive and they are a big secret for people that are 
very high power, high power executives, people that run big corporations, highly effective, successful people are the people that use their mornings in this really specific productive way. Um, I personally have painfully adopted this get up early in the morning practice um, over the last um, probably five to 10 years, truth be told. I've gotten a lot more disciplined um, with it now that I don't have little children in the house because let's face it, when your kids are little, it's it's really hard um, to get things done. However, um, I did used to get up before my kids, at least try to, and try to get some things done before they got up and I had to work with getting ready, them ready for school. So I do think that in any instance, no matter what your circumstances are, whether you have small children or none, whether you have pets to deal with, I think that this getting up early thing can really help you. I talk about it being painful to me because I am one of those people that likes to stay up very late. Um, And I also like to sleep, not really sleep in, but I just don't really like to sleep. I'm one of those people that thinks sleep is kind of a waste of time. Um, I'd rather be doing something, but I do have to sleep because otherwise I'm just sheerly exhausted. So if I don't get at least five or six hours a night, I'm, I'm in trouble. Um, but I would prefer not to sleep. If I really had my druthers, I'd rather not. I'd rather just keep on doing and keep on having fun um, all night if I could. Um, I just don't like to sleep. But early morning Getting up early in the morning, early morning rising um, is difficult for people like me because we stay up too late and we it's harder in the morning to get up. But I have found that if I do work on this task or, or get up early, um, earlier in the day and use this time wisely, that I am much more effective Um, And I have this kind of ritual that I do every morning now, and it serves me very well. And I can get so much more done and I can get planned for the day before I'm all discombobulated with getting ready for work and, you know, traffic and all the things that we have to deal with in the morning when we're getting ready to embrace our day. So we really need to do, we really need to think about using our mornings more wisely in order to start our day off right. I was at the Western Veterinary Conference in Las Vegas a few weeks ago, and I was fortunate enough to attend a lunch lecture that was given by someone that I had never seen before. And um, turns out I really loved her and her presentation, and her name was Mel Robbins, And a lot of you have probably already seen her TED Talks um, and also maybe even read her book, but I had not. So I hadn't heard of her and I hadn't heard of her book either. So interestingly enough, um, I was writing the blog about these early morning routines and I went, just happened to go to this uh, lecture at the Western Veterinary Conference and saw Mel. And she has this book called The Five Second Rule. And um, part of her story in writing this book was that she was really struggling. She was unemployed. She was having trouble with her business. She was in trouble with her marriage. 
Um, she had small children and she had really paralyzing anxiety. And I know many of us can relate to all, all or some of those things. Anyway, a lot of us are dealing with some of those issues. Um, and anxiety is something that all of us experience to some degree, um, but we don't talk about it enough. So I thought it was interesting that she talked about her anxiety and how um, doing this one little thing, and it ended up being the thing she wrote her book about, helped her really overcome this. Anyway, um, Mel had this epiphany one morning that if she could just overcome her reluctance to get out of bed in the morning, that she might be able to change her life. She might be able to fix some of the problems she was experiencing. So as she was laying there with her alarm going off and snoozing it or whatever she was doing at the time, and you can watch her TED Talk to get the full story from her mouth, she came up with this idea that if she just counted backwards from five, so if she counted five, four, three, two, one, then that once she got to one, she'd have to kind of launch herself out of the bed. Um, and so I guess it was kind of a relating back to a countdown from like a rocket ship. So if you count down and once you get to one, then you've got to do the thing that you're you're procrastinating or do the thing that you wanted to do. So she used this to get her butt out of bed. And so when her alarm went off in the morning, she would say five, four, three, two, one. And by the time she got to one, she was getting up. And that kind of helped retrain her mind. And so I, I did order her book. I'm going to read it for sure. Um, but I thought that was a really interesting concept. And so I think it's definitely a way to do it for yourself if that works for you. But basically the idea is to just get up a little bit earlier so you can get out of bed and do some other things. So that story that she told really related to this early morning magic concept of this podcast. So if we changed our morning ritual, instead of snoozing, instead of procrastinating, instead of missing our breakfast, rushing to work, all the things that we do, how would that make our lives better? And if we changed it just even a slight amount, um, it would really change us for the better and help us to be more successful. So I told you that I've been a night owl. And so when I decided to change my morning routine, basically I went through kind of this process. It's not something that you can necessarily do overnight because if you decide tomorrow that you're going to get out of bed an hour early and you're going to do 18 things and you're going to be super productive, your brain's probably going to rebel against that because that's a lot of change for one day. However, I do think that you can set your alarm 15 or 30 minutes earlier or even an hour if you really want to jump into this, but then kind of be gentle with yourself as to what you think you're going to accomplish. But the getting up thing, I think you can do. We don't leave our we don't always get enough time to rest, but I think that if you cut out a little bit in the morning, it's going to really change your life. So, first of all, don't hit the snooze button. Now, I love the snooze button. It's one of my favorite things. Um, but I would say in the last, oh, my husband will probably argue with you, but probably in the last five to 10 years, I've gotten really much, much better about not snoozing over and over and over again. I used to set my alarm 30 minutes early just so I could snooze, 
which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it, but I did. Um, but don't don't hit the snooze button. If you can bring yourself not to use the snooze button, that's going to help you a lot. If you're a snooze button addicted person like I was, um, you can trick your brain by just setting it for 10 minutes early. You know, if you want to get up at 630, set it for 620 and then you can snooze once and then you got to get out of bed because those snoozes only last 10 minutes. So I know that all the tricks I've been there, but try to have no more snoozes. So use Mel's thing, five, four, three, two, one, jump out of bed, launch yourself up and, or just keep your promise to yourself. You know, you made a promise to yourself last night that tomorrow was going to be the day that you got up early and changed your life. So just do it. So once you're out of bed, and I'm assuming that you're all out of bed now, at least 15 to 30 minutes earlier than you were yesterday, um, first thing I want you to do is avoid your screens. Um, Don't look at your cell phone immediately. Don't get on the computer. Don't turn on the TV news programs. Um, Screen time can have a profound negative effect on your day. Um, There's so much negativity. There's so much crap on Facebook and Instagram and the morning news. Oh, the morning news is the worst. I used to be a morning news junkie and I haven't watched the morning news. I, I can't even tell you when. So avoid the screens. The screens are not your friend first thing in the morning. You'll get to it later. Don't worry about it. An email Email will just remind you of all the stuff that you didn't get done yesterday. So stay away from your email too, first thing in the morning. Keep that magic hour clean of all negativity. Changing that bad habit of checking your screen right away is really going to make you feel better. The next thing that you can do, and you don't have to do these things in order. I usually get up first thing and and let my dogs out. Obviously, if any of you have dogs, you know that that's the number one thing to do. Um, But the other things that you want to do in the morning around those chores are things like exercise. If you can stretch your body, get a little bit of light exercise in the morning, get your blood flowing, it'll clear your mind. If you're really ambitious, you can go to the gym Uh, Walk your dog, take a little run, do a little yoga, whatever it is that you can do in the morning to just get a little bit of movement in. You don't even have to do that for long. It could be five minutes. It could be 10 minutes, but, but try to do it. Do your chores, make your coffee, clean up your space around you because nobody likes a dirty kitchen or anything in the morning. So you do have to put in your chores, feed your pets, obviously. And one thing that um, I thought was really interesting um, about morning rituals and morning routines is, is making your bed. Thanks to my mom, I always make my bed. Um, you know, I have to feed my dogs and I have to let them out and that's all part of my morning routine. But the making the bed thing, I just can't not do. And I think it's because my mom, um, you know, she trained us to do that. And so keeping those small things and keeping your space in order will really help order your mind. I read a study or I saw a study um, and it was on psychologytoday.com. And I thought this was really fascinating. It said 71% of bed makers consider themselves happy 
while 62% of non-bed makers admit to being unhappy. So bed makers are more likely to enjoy their jobs, own a home, exercise regularly, and feel well-rested. Isn't that fascinating? Just by making your bed. So that's super cool. And it's super easy. It takes me like less than less than a minute. I bet I can do it in less than 60 seconds, make my bed. So anyway, that's something that's important to do. So clean up your space, do your chores, things like that. And they don't have to be big chores, but but get them done in the morning. The next thing that I like to do is I like to read something. Um, I think it's really important to read a little bit every morning, something positive. If you're, um, you know, into uh, meditation, you can read something and then sit and meditate about it for 10 or 15 minutes. And that's something that I really like to do. Um, I'm not a good meditator, um, except if I use my um, meditation app. And that really helps me. It, it's kind of self-guided or or app guided. I don't know. The little man on the on the app tells you what to do. Um, but that really helps me to kind of sink the information in that I've read. But I try to read something inspirational. Um, sometimes I'll read um, Bible verses because I do that. Um, I have self-help books. I have a whole pile of them um, on my little stand next to the chair that I sit in in the morning. And I try to read a little bit of that. And um, once I read for 10, 15 minutes or whatever I can manage, then I'll do my little meditation app. So if you can do that, then that information that you've just read will really sink into your brain and it'll help you embrace it and remember it and actually use it throughout your day, especially if you're reading some help, some self-help. Um, the other thing I like to do is make a little gratitude list. And it doesn't have to be in on paper, although it can be, but it can just be in your head is, okay, what are the things that happened to me yesterday that I'm grateful for? And what things um, in my life am I grateful for? If I make a small list and say, okay, here are the things that happened yesterday that I'm really thankful or grateful that happened or people in my life that I'm grateful for, then I will be a happier place. My brain will go to a happier place because I've started it full of positive things and also gratitude. So I think practicing being grateful is super important. And I think you need to work that into your morning routine. So take a few minutes to practice being grateful and making your gratitude list if you're really struggling. So write it down if you can't uh, do it in your head. And sometimes writing it down makes it more real if you can read it back to yourself. I really do think that's true. And then if you have a bad day, um, coming home at the end of the day, you can go back to your gratitude list and and read it again. And that will help bring you back to reality that the day wasn't as bad as you as uh, it felt that it was. The other thing I like to do in the morning is spend a few moments just visualizing what I need to do and planning for the day. Um, I, in particular, use a bullet journal. Um, and it's just, I'm not 
super detailed in it because that is not my um, thing. But I do like to write short little lists of things that I really need to get done today. And I think if you can pare it down to two or three things that are the most important, that will make you so much more productive. Um, The days that I write 10 things on my list, my brain starts to get scrambled and confused and I don't prioritize well. So if you can write your list of, you know, if you have to write a list of 10, write it, you know, aside, look at it, pare it down to the most important three things. And those are the things that you're going to decide in that moment that you're going to finish today. You must finish them. So sitting down, spending a few minutes going through what you think is going to happen for you today, and then planning that day in advance, and then deciding what are the most important things. What are the things that I absolutely need to get done today to make myself feel productive and make myself feel um, less anxiety and less stress around my day? And you'll feel so much more relaxed when you do that. So sitting there and focusing, keeping your head clear, that will increase your overall productivity. And that will give you a good solid foundation so that you can have a great day. Okay, now we've gotten through some of the morning routine. So we've gotten out of bed, we've made our bed, that's important, we've decided made our coffee, taking care of our pets. Then we'll do some reading, journaling, anything to bring focus to your day. Do your bullet journal and make your list of useful things or must-dos for the day. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about was bad habits and things that we're trying to change in our life. And I have found that this early morning magic time in the morning that we're calling it is the best time to try to change things that we feel like we want to change in our life. If there's something that you want to work on, you want to, let's say, read more, you decide that you're going to change some of your habits, you're going to journal, um, you need to express more gratitude. These are all the things that this morning time is good for. And I think it's best done at that time. Remember that your brain likes to do things easily. It doesn't like to be challenged. So if you have habits that you've repeated for days or weeks or even years and your morning routine is your morning routine, remember that your brain is going to fight against this. Your brain isn't going to want to get up 15 or 30 minutes early. You're going to decide tonight that tomorrow you're going to start and have a better morning tomorrow, and your brain is going to go kicking and screaming and fighting with you. So remember, this is not going to be easy. Um, I think it's much easier if you take it in smaller chunks If you practice doing one thing differently tomorrow morning and do that for a week or two weeks and then add the second thing 
and then get that routine, start building that routine up. When I really started concentrating on my morning routine, I added one thing at a time. I started with the reading. And then once I was pretty good at reading every morning, then I started with the writing. And then once I was pretty good at that every morning, then I added to that the bullet journal and trying to plan for my day. And then once I was pretty good at that, I started doing the little exercise routine that I've been doing. So it's just one little baby step at a time and realize that you're going to get resistance. It's not going to feel good. Your brain is going to want to crash that snooze button or throw that alarm across the, the way so you don't have to hear it. But remember that you're doing this for your own well-being and you have control over that brain that's fighting with you. And remember that, you know, it feels a little bit icky, but as you do it more and more, it's going to get so much easier. And believe me, if you get up at least 15 minutes earlier tomorrow and you just do one thing differently than you did yesterday and you commit to doing that consistently for a week, you're really going to feel better. You're going to feel better when you go to work. You're going to be more patient at work. I've become a much more patient person because I'm not a morning person. And so when I used to tumble out of the you know, bed and hurry up and get ready and rush out the door and rush my kids to daycare or school or whatever and go flying into work because I was running late, I was much crabbier and much more impatient with my clients and my um, team. And I wasn't, wasn't a very giving person because I was using that morning grumpy time to get to work. But if I get up in the morning and I really concentrate on making myself a better human being and training my brain to be more positive with the gratitude and the things that I do, the positive reading and things that I do, then I'm much happier throughout the rest of the day and much more patient with my patients, the animals that come to me, the clients that I see, and my family. And I'm really not that much more tired in the evening. And if you are, you can go to bed earlier. If you're one of those people that needs, you know, your solid eight to 10 hours of sleep every night, you can do that. Just put your bedtime 15 minutes earlier and then set your alarm 15 minutes earlier the next day. It's really easy to trick your brain into doing that, even if you have to change your clocks. And you know, I don't, I don't uh, want to encourage you to do that, to play tricks on yourself, but you can. And if you're like, you know, Julie, this is impossible. I can't do it. You can. If I can do it, being a non-morning person, um, you all can. And believe me, it's very useful. And it's in you, you'll be shocked at how much you, how many books you can read in the next year, how much planning you can do for your day, how much more you can get done at work and how much more effective you'll be and happier and less anxiety, less worry, less stress. Don't rush into work, you know, not having eaten your breakfast and not having your bed made because you're just not going to feel, your brain's not going to feel in order. Your brain is going to feel disheveled and then that's going to carry through to the rest of your day. So that's what I have for you today, my friends. I hope some of this information was useful. I know there's more to come. So if you have any good ideas for me about morning routines, send them my way. And we'll talk about this again at another podcast. 
If you like what you're hearing, please go to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast and give me a five-star review. I'd really appreciate it. If you have any criticisms or critiques for me, please leave those um, on an email or somewhere for me so we can talk about it on the next podcast and we can make some of these things happen for you. I really appreciate you all out there. I hope um, you have a beautiful day and I hope tomorrow morning that you'll embrace some of these things and work them into your routine. Thanks so much, everybody. Talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye.